0: Bam, live, 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 live on YouTube, second time today. Mark Bell this morning, then what happened? Then I went to the lighthouse with my kids, ate a quesadilla in the rain, watched some huge ray- waves, crush, crush, crush. watched some huge waves crush the California coastline. Kids squealed, had a blast there. Came back home, nap for an hour. Boys are off to jujitsu. And what do I do? I get on a call with Paul Lynn. How did Paul Lynn pop on my radar? And where is Paul Lynn? And why isn't he on the show? You know, I don't think people know the show is live. Actually, I, Paul's probably coming home from work. He, he squeezed this in. I shouldn't, I shouldn't, I shouldn't uh, rag on him. Um, for not being here exactly on time, I knew it was going to be tight. Uh, how crazy this this whole this whole podcast podcast thing is just evolving. Um, as you guys know, I I used to be pretty pretty heavily into arm wrestling. I made this movie called Pooling John about John Brazink. Um, I developed a I developed a I developed a bunch of arm wrestlers, including Travis uh, Bajant and John, um, two people who are super passionate about the sport involved in it in every kind of every level. I mean, definitely Travis is involved in it in every level. And John's been, you know, I wonder if John's ever put on a tournament? Should ask him that, but definitely there's, there's, I, I don't know. Maybe there is somewhere. I don't know of a competitor of John Brzezink's status in any sport. Like I haven't never, I haven't in, in my lifetime, there hasn't been one in, uh, basketball football i don't know hockey like like i mean you know you see these greats come and go the jordans the wayne gretzky's the lebron's the tom brady's the i I guess maybe that guy the guy who won like switch teams and still won a super bowl but this guy john brzink is it it's nuts it is really 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 nuts and uh and he, he has the perfect demeanor character to um to to be that guy it all makes sense when you sit down and talk to him it all makes sense when, when the first time you meet him if you would have met him 30 years ago and someone said this is the greatest arm wrestler who ever lived you'd be like wow what a strange demeanor but now that he's been in it for 37 years it, it all makes sense it's a slow slow burn of power there's no uh there's nothing chaotic there was actually a time, I, I I think, when I was making the movie Pulling John, John Brzezink had just started getting into poker. And as I, I believe he was a tremendous poker player, too. He could basically go into a casino and win. And it's just because he's he's just a rock. He's just solid. He's like, there's no tells. He's just, he's like an alligator. He kind of looks like an alligator. Anyway, so why is Paul in on the show? So <clears throat> I I... I got a chance to talk to kind of rekindle my friendship with John uh, via the podcast a couple weeks ago. And the reason why is I was tripping because John just popped up on YouTube and was just exploding, exploding. And uh, he's such a mellow dude. He probably had no idea he was going to get that attention. And uh, he and then he told me, he said, hey, I'm back into arm wrestling. I kind of like took a break in 2015 after beating the great Devin Lorette. And now all of a sudden he said, he said, I'm kind of feeling a little frisky at 57 years old and I'm getting back in the game. And I'm like, wow. And uh, he told me he was arm wrestling this guy, Paul Lynn. And so I just went on to Instagram. And I'm like, let me, let me see what's going through this guy's head. who's about to arm wrestle the greatest arm wrestler of all time and maybe one of the greatest sportsmen to a sport of all time. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not the comp- other sports have a lot of shit going on. I mean, basketball is fin- just nuts, right? All the different movement, the, the ball, the shooting, the defense, the offense. It's definitely a far, far different sport than arm wrestling. But at this level, the nuances of arm wrestling are pretty wild. And uh, it, what, I, what I recommend if you want to get into arm wrestling, if you want to get excited about this match, if you just want like, hey, I'm curious about this guy, John Brzezink, you just go on YouTube and just go- start Googling around. And then do the same with Paul and you can build kind of your own hype uh, reel. That's what I did. Last couple of days, I started watching a bunch of Paul Lynn's matches. I want to believe that he can win so that when I watch the match this weekend of John versus Paul, I, uh, I'll think that um, Paul Lynn has a chance. I mean, <clears throat> it, the, 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 the thing with Paul, John, I guess, is just a huge unknown because he's just coming back. He's just coming back. And there he is. Uh, you, did. Uh, <laughs> you did
1: it. Uh, you did it. Uh,
0: Paul, you got to um, log out and log back in. Something's wrong. Try one more time. Try one more time. Close that window. And come back. Ouch. Did anyone else hear that? Was that really bad? Was that bad? What was the other three hour podcast besides pedic? I did three hours today with Mark Bell. Is that what you mean? That was nuts. That was nuts. Oh. No bueno. Can you hear me okay? It's almost like water got poured into your microphone. Yeah, that mic. Can you unplug that mic and use the mic on the computer?
1: Mm-mm-mm. It's
0: so bad. Hey, do you have a do you have a phone? I've never done it with someone on an Android. We could
1: test
0: that out. Wow, that is crazy. Should I mute his ass? It's so so bad, brother. Oh! Yeah, can you try your phone? I'm going to disconnect you here. Can I I just remove him? Edit my kick kick from studio. Kick guest. Bye. Whew, that was wild. Ah, uh, what's the deal? Why do what what, what why am I going to ask him about crypto? Is it, a, it as long as it's nice, I don't want to set this guy up for anything bad. Does he know a lot about crypto? He looks like he builds crypto farms. No, you said there were two that went 3 hours. Oh, 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 oh. Those weren't those those 3-hour shows I'm referencing. Sorry. I should be way more clear. We're not um not on my show, but when I was a guest on someone else's show, I've gone on to other people's shows where they kept me on for three hours. And after that, I felt, I I, I felt dirty. I was just like, it was too much. I, I, you don't want to be on here when you feel like you're not contributing. I like, you don't want to be wasting anyone's time. At least I don't, I don't think anyone does. It's fucking, it's, it's gross. And so I felt like, when you go past the ninety-minute mark, you could you could be kind of getting there, right? Oh, that's awesome, Paul. Are we you better, man? Or? Dude, better? you sound I like apologize. an angel.
1: That's okay. I apologize,
0: <clears throat> dude. That podcast you guys did, you and Gary and Travis did, and you guys took all the air out of the room. I think we're done. No one needs to even watch this. <laughs>
1: Nobody watches that stuff. No one watches
0: uh Oh, my God. I cannot believe how many viewers it has already and how shitty the quality is. But you get four dudes who are just so fired up about arm wrestling and people will watch anything.
1: It's crazy. It's crazy.
0: Uh, so I, I've been out of the scene for a long time. Okay. And I... Uh, it, I, I was obviously um, good. I obviously am friends with um, Travis and John. I've worked with them a lot. Um, mm-hmm. And then I just saw John pop up on YouTube. I'm like, what the fuck is this guy's taking over?
1: <laughs> yeah, he's got a million views already in like three weeks. This and guy is his videos. Half of his videos, he's just kind of fumbling through how to do and talking his way through stuff. It's great, and they get like twenty thousand views.
0: And 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 Devin is like a, a, a an international rock star now.
1: Yes. I mean, he's up to like what has he got? Like four hundred thousand subscribers, and he's the same deal. Everything is on his everything's on his iPhone, and he just talks into it and says whatever, and it gets, it's unbelievable.
0: The they are two, yeah, and they're two guys with integrity and authenticity. There's no Conor McGregor stick, right? It's we leave just,
1: that to Travis. We leave that to Travis.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and, and you know what? Um, I don't mean to take make a dig at Conor McGregor because I don't think Conor McGregor and 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 uh, the Diaz brothers. I don't think it's a shtick. I think they're just comfortable right. with who they are, and I think the same I with agree. Travis. I agree. Like I've I've been with Travis at the dinner table mm-hmm. at his family's house many a time in the past, and he that's how he talks to his kids.
1: Right. right. You want to get smacked it. up?
0: You want to get smacked up, motherfucker? <laughs> Say thank you to your mom. Kids like thank you, mom. <laughs> How crazy is, do you, do you follow Travis's son? Do you see how successful his oh, son yeah. is at football? Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: I, you know, I played, I played in the same conference that he plays in now and they're killing it. They're like, they like, lighting my alma mater up. So yeah, Tyson is like, Tyson is a special, special dude. And, and when Travis made the decision, I don't want to say Travis made the decision, Tyson made this, but they made the decision together to keep him D2. I mean, he was definitely a division one kid and his numbers are reflecting the fact that he is a division one kid playing D2.
0: Oh, okay. That's mm-hmm. interesting. Um, it, it's, it's, I, I knew them when I knew Travis when I probably when Tyson was born or when he was a baby, and I, I would see him every, you know, a couple times every year. And the last time I saw him, he was probably mm-hmm. I don't know. I went to watch him play a basketball game when he was ten, maybe. Yeah. And um, for all the dads out there who want um, their kids to be good at sports, there's really, I mean, Travis spends a shitload of time with his kids, or he did, and he go. put in the effort, and it's crazy that room. it's happening.
1: It's the roadmap. I mean, like, let's be serious. Travis is is a special athlete as well. Beyond arm wrestling, he was an athlete prior. So his kids have good genetic ability. But then, you know, Travis got, you know, he's got his own crossfit gym. He trains him himself. He's so hands-on. When your dad is that passionate, how do you, how how are you average? You
0: know, you're not. You can't be. And his wife is kind of a genetic freak too. Right. (laughs) Right. And Travis has a huge ass. And... (laughs) And, and as we all know, I mean, that's the engine room, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you got a big ass yep. and there's no stopping you if you want to use it.
1: Yep, Ty- Yeah. Tyson is a special, special dude, man. He got a little bit more height too. I mean, he's up for the Harlan Hill again, which is the D2 uh, Heisman Trophy. So, I mean, he's that good.
0: Did um, He was up for it last year?
1: I believe so. Mm-hmm. And, was, and, I believe what? he was on the ballot last year.
0: And is he, what, what is he? Is he a junior, senior?
1: He's a senior. Uh, I think he's a senior. He's a senior, I believe.
0: So this if, is if he's big not year. a senior.
1: He's at least a three year starter. I, I think he's, I think he been starting for four years.
0: I think he's a senior. Um, I remember the last time I saw his stats too, it was something crazy. Like he it's had never lost a football game in college or some shit. I mean, it yeah, was it, really well, crazy.
1: It, his numbers and Travis posts them every week. Like a bad day for Tyson is like 350 yards and one pick. You know what I mean? Like that's a bad day. His numbers are just absurd, and they are lighting it up. Like, like Shepherd has been a scoring machine since he's been there. It's unbelievable.
0: Uh, how How old are you, Paul? I'm forty. Oh shit! Yeah, you're no old. spring chicken. I'm old. <laughs> I'm wondering how you knew all that. Okay.
1: Yeah, I got. And, I got in. I got in late. I got into the game late.
0: And how tall are you?
1: Um, just under six foot. Just okay. Just
0: and from listening to that podcast with um, Travis and John, you've only been doing this five years.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got in when I was 35.
0: Yeah. yeah for pe- people who don't know, that is a baby in the sport of arm wrestling. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, the development just takes fucking forever.
1: It does. It really does. And, and I, you know, I rushed as much as I could. Like I, I immediately became obsessed and I treated it the same way as I treated my football career and I trained for it the same way as an athlete would. I did it like basically from day one. Um, only problem with that is, is when you don't have that conditioning, that overtraining kind of like it took a toll on me and I wound up having some, some injuries and tendon issues and, and, and tears and things of that nature. But I think because I took that approach early and didn't have anything catastrophic happen, I was able to kind of make, make some gains faster than than some folks do.
0: Um, did you do anything in your career? Like some, occasionally you'll see these freaks like come out of like you see a freak ship on the wrestling scene, you're like, what the fuck? They're like, only six months. And you find yeah. out that they, they milk cows for a living. You <laughs> yeah, know what I mean? Like <laughs> or they were like a pipe fitter or they, or they turn rebar by nope. hand from when they were a baby. Yeah, You don't have anything like that. Well, or they pulled like- fishing nets in Africa. You're like, oh, yeah. okay, that makes sense.
1: You know what though? And that's a lot of times when you see these guys come in with these big grizzly, like strong hands, it's cause they come from a trade or they did something weird or they're farm, you know, farm raised. Now I was raised in the city and, uh, and, and, and my, my primary source of income, I sit behind a computer. So wow. I don't do any of that, but I do, I mean, I did have, I did play football at a fairly high level. I played at the next level after college. And then I went on to coach football and I run a strength program. So I pretty much live in the gym. Um, whether it's because I want to or if it's against my will or not i'm in there for three hours a day, so it's it's become part of who I am. I haven't taken more than a week off i mean I took up this is my week off and and it's killing me i I don't take time off so that's just it ever since i ever since I stopped playing football, I just seamlessly transitioned into coaching and strength coaching so i've just I've never laid off.
0: You said you played the next level of football after college. But what is that? I
1: played overseas. I mean, I didn't, okay. I didn't, I didn't know no NFL. So NFL Italy, I played over there. Um, didn't chase it too hard. Finished my master's program. Did that uh, during that time. And, um, and then transitioned into coaching. And where were you born? Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Right where I live now.
0: <laughs> oh, no. Okay, cool. Yep. And you're married? I am. And I am. kids? I have one boy. Six-year-old. Oh, I have a six yeah. year old too. Isn't that know? great? Yeah. Oh
1: my goodness. I've oh, you know, everything that's going on right now, we got kindergarten. I held him, I held him back for a year. So we're going through this crazy transition, him like being out of the house and not having me with him at all times. Uh, it's, it's awesome to see, but man, I hate to let him go. You know,
0: dude, I went to my kid's first jiu jiu-jitsu tournament a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. And there was another parent there with me. And basically there's a point where like, you, you have to let go of their hand and they mm-hmm. walk parallel to you to the match and i'm like holding on to him and they're like, my buddy's like he, he's like hey you gotta let go of your kid i'm like what do you mean no i don't i'm like mm-hmm. i just hold hand as we walk he'll sure. be on one side of the rope i'll be another he's like dude let him go yeah. i'm like dude i still get him dressed in the morning he's like yeah you need to stop that shit too
1: <laughs> no i'm right with you my, my son does it my son's uh starting into novice wrestling and jiu as well and it's like i love watching them do it but it's it's so hard not to be involved it's so hard to like not be on his ass at all times you know
0: <laughs> dude i i seriously i i didn't play any sports growing up oh, and okay. so the first time i saw him do jiu-jitsu in that tournament too like right like five minutes after that i seriously thought i was gonna shit my pants like i was having like those belly flops <laughs> like diarrhea belly flops i was like what the fuck is going on i'm, I'm not even doing nothing <laughs>
1: Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. I think it's, I honestly like, you know, this is my first kid and everything. I've coached forever, but they're not my kids, you know? So I am very, I feel I can sense that my anxiety is going to be higher for him competing than it is for mine. I'm so used to competing that it's not a big deal, but watching him do anything, my, my asshole puckers up.
0: (laughs) I had to, uh, the, the 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 first uh, he also plays tennis and the cool t- and the ten- the tennis instructors had to come over to me a handful of times and be like hey dude it, it would just all kindness and all respect shut the fuck up my like, yeah, yeah I'm sorry and I'm not even saying much like hey you want a water want me to come out there and take your sweater off you okay you know what I mean that's great. I'm not even like doing crazy <laughs> shit, like <get> that <laughs> bitch. Nothing like that. Yeah. But just like, Wait till you like want to go, go home now? <laughs> <laughs> Middle of the match. Mm-hmm. Want to go get a sandwich? <laughs> um, so, so you're in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. You're 40 years old. You're, you're, uh, you're. Um, are you? So, I'm getting. You're kind of a home. You, did you marry your high school sweetheart?
1: No, no. no. We, well, she actually went to the same high school. I'm five years older than we met her. In, we met in college. She wow. was a freshman when I was doing my grad work.
0: So. Did, was she one of your students? No, no, no.
1: I was, I was getting my, I was getting my grad work. I was getting my. I was, She's on the. Yeah, yeah. It no, happens. No, no, no,
0: no. <laughs> I, I got a friend. I got a friend who was an instructor over at, at Buds, and he was the strength and conditioning coach at UC Riverside, and uh, he's a pretty famous CrossFitter, Josh Everett, and I'm pretty sure he was a strength and conditioning coach, and uh, he, he ended up marrying one of his stu- one of the right. like girls on the volleyball team or something. <laughs> Hear it all the time. it all the time um so so you get married you have a kid and and what, what what is your day job you said you sit in front of a computer
1: yeah i'm a, I'm a project manager I, I have a bunch of other endeavors too i got a couple of LLCs. i'm i'm involved in a cryptocurrency company um bunch of stuff but my my primary my primary job is a program manager
0: so you're you're but you're also a hustler
1: uh i'm busy you know what i mean yeah <laughs> i'm busy real estate yeah. rental properties things of that nature yeah right I keep it busy
0: Right, you're not going. You don't. You don't come home and watch um, at nope. uh, six o'clock. Turn on Netflix and open a bottle of wine. Do not. Do yeah, not. I'll you're rest good, when I'm dead.
1: <laughs> rest when I'm dead. Yeah.
0: Sleep, yeah.
1: Is, sleep is for for when you're dead.
0: Yeah. How, does your wife like that about you? No. Oh. <laughs> she will when you're 70. She will.
1: Right. Right. That's the idea. Once it calms down, it all pays off, and we can reap the rewards and everything. But now, now she's supportive. She's supportive. But I mean, I, I, I'm a pain in the ass. So I mean, I can <laughs> I can own that.
0: If you're not a if you're not a hustler, if you're not like um, selling fucking stuffed animals on eBay mm-hmm. and do just doing and fucking with cryptocurrency and just doing everything mm-hmm. you can, you will not make it in this world moving forward. Things are right. moving too fast. You better yeah. have your hands like in six different cookie jars.
1: Right, and it's you know just using a cryptocurrency <laughs> stuff as, as an example. Like if you if you like the world's not there yet. People are just starting to get it. You know, But if you're not ahead of that curve, I mean, goodness, man, I don't trust my retirement. I don't trust my 401k at all. I got to get my hand in other, in other pots, in other cookie jars for sure because that's the wave of the future. Things are changing at light speed, and it's impossible to keep up with. Do my wow. Uh,
0: that opens up a million questions for me, but we got to talk a little bit about arm wrestling, right. but I'd love to circle back to that. Um, the, 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 uh, the example I would use also is I used to – and I was telling Mark – do you know who Mark Bell is? I had him on this morning.
1: I did not see it, but I've heard the name
0: he invented the slingshot he was in the his brother did bigger, faster stronger the movie in okay. two thousand eight chris oh, okay. Bell yeah
1: bigger faster his brother his brother his brother did that documentary yes okay his, awesome yes okay yeah
0: so and and, and and mark's one of the characters in it okay like like um Chris Bell's like trying to figure out should I do steroids and Mark right. Bell's his brother who did do steroids yes okay awesome uh, movie awesome uh, Great i watched
1: movie. It, I watched it quite some time ago but that was one of the most eye-opening to date was one of the most eye-opening things that was out mainstream about that topic.
0: He he's very objective. Yeah, he's better than I think I, I think he's better than Michael Moore as a documentary filmmaker, Chris Bell. Right. I went back and watched it 2 days ago, I'm like, "Wow, this is some g- fucking great shit." It really is. It and really both is. sides. Right. Really balanced, good shit.
1: Right. Yeah, there was, there was there was 100% objective. And I mean, where do you ever see that? And almost always there is some form of, a, of an agenda, you know? Right. With every topic is presented I thought it was very objective
0: And his agenda he just he didn't hide it from you Should I do steroids or shouldn't Right Um, anyway, uh, one of the things I was joking around in there is one, uh, one of the things I used to do to make money is I would go around and film, um, marijuana grow rooms in California, and then I would put them together on a DVD. And then I would sell the DVD on eBay for like 20 or 20 bucks. And that some days I'd sell like three and I'd have like 60 bucks. I'm like, damn, I'm balling. You know what I mean? (laughs) And I would just print them out on my little DVD player on my computer. And, and, and and I would make the movie pulling John with that money that I, you know that's how you funded it i mean you know i a bunch of things but i had a bunch of hustles right a ton yeah. of hustles anyway so then all of a sudden dvds are gone right and gone. i knew guys who were making two million dollars a year put selling dvds and but then I, they're gone
1: man, i worked I, wor- <laughs> like I worked in a warehouse i worked in a warehouse when i was right out of college and my good buddy worked there too and that's what he did he he big warehouse about a thousand employees and he hustled burnt dvds that you know came out early bootleg or whatever and he hustled these things and made more than his day job just selling to the people at the place and then like you said like that nobody wants them anymore
0: gone gone yeah and and, and in my mom's garage I had like you know five thousand DVDs I yeah. never sold I, I, I st- <laughs> my of, old DVD collection see <laughs> more buds how to grow weed and I'm just like right. Jesus what am I gonna do with these <laughs> right. they're frisbees. So so you work in this so you so your dad with one six-year-old, you're working a day job. Um, you got a a bunch of other, um, interests. You're an entrepreneur. How does, um, arm and and your strength coach, how does arm wrestling, um, enter your consciousness?
1: Um, I mean, at at that point, I was just kind of looking for something, you know, like, really? Yeah. I was looking at 35 because there's no competition, right? So I'm coaching. So I get a little bit, I get a little bit from coaching, like, you know, all right, we won this game. You get to watch somebody have success. You get to live vicariously, but it wasn't enough, you know. And here I am in a gym. Um, you know, I just turned 35 years old. I'm beating myself up, I'm still power cleaning and squat and I'm hurting myself and stuff. And I'm like, I just want to compete in something. So I'm playing racquetball and these different things. And and I and 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 one of my, you know, one of my buddies, one of my guys I coach with said, why don't you arm wrestle? You beat people in arm wrestle all the time. Every time you go to a bar, you're beating somebody in arm wrestle. I said, well, I mean, is it a real thing? And we talked about it. And that was right around the time Game of Arms was going on. And I watched Game of Arms. That was
0: the show on like AMC. the reality show? on Okay, TMC. Okay. Travis
1: was on it. I, they were okay. all on it. And I watched it. I remember it was right around the same time I found the show. And it was like getting great ratings. The first episode did great. I watched it. I was obsessed. I watched every episode. My wife wanted to kill me. And the whole time through it, I was like, there's no way that I can't beat some of these guys.
0: Did your IQ drop 10 points from watching <laughs> that? <laughs>
1: I don't know. I haven't got it tested lately. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go on. No. So anyway, I mean, and then, and it was right around that same time where I was like, okay, arm wrestling is a thing. And I just looked up a tournament and, and went and showed up.
0: And, and what was the first tournament?
1: Uh, it was a little fundraiser tournament, in Pittston, PA, run by a guy named Tom Nitro Simcoe, uh, old school arm wrestler, uh, just like a, a charity benefit thing.
0: And this would be 2016?
1: Yeah, or the end of 15. I can't remember. But yeah, it was the beginning of 16, I believe.
0: And how much did you know? Did you know the difference between a top roll and a hook? Yeah. Did you know about yep. um, back pressure? You yep. did know about some of those, the fundamentals? Yep.
1: Mm-hmm. I I mean, I watched, I watched Pulling John before I ever competed. Like, I watched, like, I, I started getting obsessed before I competed. Game of Arms started being like, ah, okay. And you learn some stuff in Game of Arms. Well, I looked at some Devin Larratt videos before I went. I wasn't, like, totally clueless on it. But I couldn't execute anything, and nor did I train for it. So, it wasn't until after the first one that I, that I got, like, some training tools and trained a little bit. And it wasn't until the second one until I actually went to a practice
0: okay so so maybe you got some captains of crush yeah you, were, you had a piece of rope with a string on it like yeah okay exactly. devin and michael todd do it can't be that bad right it exactly. must be doing something right I'm
1: squeezing grippers you know <laughs> yeah
0: uh you got you tied that you tied the rubber band to the while you're driving to the door yeah did you do that shit too
1: no i mean oh. early on i did when i was super obsessed i tried to do everything possible
0: god and, those guys are crazy
1: as you learn you start realizing what you do and don't need um and what what takes priority but early on, yeah, I bought every single tool. My my gym, like I have a little spot in, in the gym where I work out with the kids and everything. It just has like hundreds of tools that I bought because I was so obsessed. And I don't use half of them.
0: Right. I know. That's my gym too. Um, <laughs> not for arm wrestling though. Kid shit. Um, right. and, uh, and so – you, you, did you, did you win all your matches in your first tournament? I,
1: I won the, I won the, yeah, I won the amateur. It was like an amateur 199 plus. So it was with the big guys. I won both arms and that. And then I went in the pro class and I took third in the super heavyweights. And so it was another 199 plus class. So everybody was bigger than me. I beat a national champion that day, but I didn't feel good about myself because I lost. I wasn't expecting to lose. I was this guy thinking like this arm wrestling is not that hard, you know, and I, I got a rude awakening because I lost. Um, I fully expected to go there and win and beat everyone, you know. So I had to like rethink, you know, all right, well, this is a real thing. And these guys really know what they're doing. And I might have a gap I need to close before I get good.
0: So did he I, open I, your hand up?
1: Did did I get my hand open
0: from the guy who beat you that day? What yeah. happened? How did he yeah. beat you
1: inside? Wow. Boom. Inside, like fast, bam. Bill Runkle, good puller. He's a top 10 guy in North America. I don't know that. You know what I mean? I just show up and whatever. Um, but yeah, and, and 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 I tweaked something in my shoulder because I hit like just like I would normally go, you know, real hard. And I actually I actually injured my labrum in my first ever tournament. And so now I can't bench right. And I'm going back home. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, I can't bench after my first tournament. So I had to like adjust how I train completely. So I took about two months off and, and pondered, do I want to keep doing this? But I kept doing my little training and everything. And then I showed up at the PA Winter Blast. Uh, which is run by Sue Fisher out on the East Coast. Another big. This is a much yep. bigger tournament, and I won that one in the big, not a big amateur class with twenty-some people in it. And there's where I made all my contacts. I am at Storm. What, sorry, Paul. There.
0: What weight there? What weight there?
1: I pulled the 198 class there.
0: Okay, and, and, and so, sorry to go back a second. So when you pulled this at this first tournament you went to, how much did you weigh? How much do you weigh right now?
1: Right now for the John match, I'm 225.
0: And are you uncomfortable? Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
1: When I found out about the match, I was hovering between 210 and 215, which is my resting weight. It's where my body wants to be. That's homeostasis for me. Um, when when Travis said, hey, you want to pull John? I'm like, sure, you know, absolutely. And and then the, the, the weight came up, and I knew John was trying to get down for top eight. I was like, cool, we can do 220. Isn't he going to 209? And Travis was like, no, no, no. He wants, he's like, he's bigger than that. And I was like, well, can we do 225 at least? Because I, I don't think I can get bigger than 225 so we we settled on two twenty five and I think John has a little bit to lose, and I'll probably walk in at that.
0: That's crazy how big he is hey um what what was the what's the heaviest you've ever weighed? I weighed two thirty like mid
1: two thirties in college, but that was like my job was to get as big as possible and I sat in in the you know in the in the, the cafeteria and I ate my face off for three meals a day until I was uncomfortably sick you know
0: and what what position did you play
1: middle linebacker? And at that point it was still run heavy offenses and I needed to be big.
0: Yeah, uh, and and you in your smash dudes.
1: Yeah, it was filling on ISOs, full backs, you know, straight smash mouth stuff back then. So it isn't what it is now. Now, you know, you can have two hundred and ten, two hundred and fifteen pound linebackers that run, you know. Back then it was downhill Johnny A gap.
0: And did you like that? I loved it. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I don't know how I don't know how the old post concussion syndromes treating me nowadays. <laughs> but the memory is not as good as it used to be, but I loved it in the moment.
0: Oh, wait another, wait another 10 years. I'm I 49. <laughs> oh man. Getting old is fun. So, so you're, so then you go to your second tournament. Um, and, and uh, do you know, at this point, just, just so you guys know. So it's this weekend, the match with John is this weekend, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And we still have no idea how we're going to watch it. Right. Um,
1: it's, John's got to put it on his channel it's going to be live streamed from John's channel. I'm probably going to live stream it from mine. Like there was supposed to be a pay-per-view. It fell through. That's really hard to organize on a short notice. You know, so it, that I, I, when, when, when Travis said, he's going to do that, I was like, okay, fingers crossed. Hopefully it works, you know, but it'll be YouTube live streamed. There's, there's probably gonna be a couple channels that have. It.
0: Paul, is your, is your Instagram P-A-U-L-L-I-N-N? Okay. Yeah, Paul, I just changed-
1: Paul.lin717. Paul
0: Lynn. Oh, shit. Okay. So say Okay. Paul. That's your Instagram? Paul. Doc, yeah. Paul Lynn. Paul say Lynn. it again.
1: I think it's, well, let me, I, got, I guess I got to look at it. Uh, yeah. I d- it would, double
0: check because yeah. I'm going to put it on the screen here.
1: Okay. Uh, let me get on there real quick.
0: This guy doesn't, this this guy doesn't know his own Instagram account. I
1: don't know. How is it going to be John Verzink? I don't know. I don't know. Or is that, is, gonna, that gonna, is that, is that why I'll he's going to be John Verzink? Because he's does john even have an instagram
0: he does he does <laughs> I, I bet you i can find your instagram faster than you
1: you probably um, can
0: okay paul.lin god yeah. I, I i cannot stand you guys who who are have numbers in your instagram and that, but paul, people tell me that's like the sporting that's the way it,
1: 717 paul.lin.717 that's what i thought but i wasn't sure
0: i just want to throw up <laughs> when i see that just type in paul Lynn. so paul you so you have a youtube channel also I do and what is your YouTube channel
1: uh, lethal arms network
0: lethal, lethal arms, network. arms network and those of you who want to watch this so you either you need to subscribe to lethal arms network and you need to subscribe to John Brzink. Yeah, and John I, I, I and I know who, what else is gonna happen I know Devin Lorette is going to then film the live stream and yeah. put it to his channel and give his <laughs> feedback so feedback so feedback you guys are gonna to want to watch this <laughs> For a couple reasons, it, it is the greatest arm wrestler of all time. Who knows how many matches he had left in him, and uh, and it's going to be fun. This shit is intense. Even if you don't know about arm wrestling, do you, when do you do you know if you're? I mean, obviously you know now. When did you find out what if you were a top roller or a hooker? Like, I, what is your I, preferred style? I don't even know, you know, and that's
1: where it's weird. Like, I started out because so I was five fast.
0: years in, you still don't know.
1: Well, I mean, I'm fast twitch, so <laughs> like if I want to be twitchy on the go like that lends itself to make you want a top roll. But my, for my weight at my weight class, I am probably a better inside puller. It, it, it took me Meaning about- Meaning you're
0: super strong for your weight and you're better inside?
1: My arm is stronger, mo- more like comparatively speaking in the 198 class, you will find less arms that are stronger than mine and more hands that are stronger than mine. Okay. But I, I, I don't necessarily have full comfort in like, I don't, I don't lean one way or another where I'm, I'm one dimensional. I, I can, I can do most
0: everything. You're not insecure in the top roll. No, no,
1: no, nope. I can go, I can go, I can go, I can, I can comfortably go where my opponent wants to go.
0: Can you, you go can right. you show, can you show people with your hand, like in the center of your chest, just to give them an idea of what the the difference between a top roll and a hook. If I'm just top to roughly rolling,
1: the best way to think about it is if I'm top rolling, I am, retreating my elbow i'm use or i'm retreating my shoulder and my elbow outside pulling means your shoulder goes outside you pull back you pronate and you cup your wrist as if you're pouring a beer can into your shirt pocket that is the essence of a top roll a hook is shoulder commitment inside pulling shoulder comes forward hand supinates wrist flex really hard now you're on the arm Now you're way on the arm and the hand is less, less of a component. Obviously the hand's still a component for clamping and rotation, but you're more on the arm, the elbow and the shoulder and the large muscle groups.
0: Thank you. Who, who is your biggest win to date?
1: Um, probably biggest. I mean, I guess I won the Arnold's. I beat Dan Mosier who was at the time, the number one guy, 198, um, in North America. So I, I guess I would have to say that's my biggest, I've had some, I've had some good wins on guys outside of my weight class, top 10, super heavyweights and things like that. But I'm, I'm currently by the one ranking system has me at the number one at, at 198. Um, the other one has me in the top five, I believe, but those ranking systems are very, very subjective. So I think that, um, I'm right around there, um, for, for that weight class.
0: It um there was a guy, um there there were two guys and I think they're still pulling, Rob Vidget and Todd Hutchings. Are they in the one ninety eight class still? Or are they? Not uh, anymore.
1: I mean no. Rob so Rob Rob is the WA current WAL hammer holder. WAL has not been active for a couple of years now. Um and, That's
0: World Arm Wrestling League?
1: Yes, the World okay. Arm Wrestling League. So I, I signed a contract with them right before they went under. I had one match, I had another match scheduled and then then COVID happened. Um I was According to them, I was the number one contender to get a shot at Rob. So
0: do I, And what would him? that have been at? At what weight?
1: That would have been 205. They okay. usually do a 205 or a 210 catch weight. Both Rob and I can make 205 comfortably. So it would, that would have been where it was at. That's the standard weight. They have fluctuations in there, depending on who they put, but they, they kind of forced Todd Hutchings up. They said, Todd, it's time for you to go wrestle the big boys. And uh, that kind of put Todd into like, Uh, a bigger walk around weight. Now, I think if, if, if somebody told Todd there's 20 grand on the line, he'll be one ninety (laughs) eight though.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He was, I, um, I haven't seen or talked to him in years. I, when I was involved, I think he was sort of just coming on the scene. He maybe came on the scene the same time I did. I started filming and man, he was passionate. It's kind of incredible how long some of these guys stay around.
1: And Todd's one of my inspirations. He started at 35. I started at 35. And I kind of like, I I try to follow his trajectory as much as possible. I really like his style. I really like him. I really like working with him. Um, He's an unbelievable dude. And he just shows how you can be
0: timeless in the sport.
1: That guy right now.
0: He's smart as shit too.
1: Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, we're just talking about sheer like side pressure strength, like hook power. That guy, I would venture to say, and I can mad. the Eastern Europeans can get mad at me. I don't think anyone in his weight, at his weight class, can beat him inside in a slow rolling hook. If you were to start that match in a hook with no super initiation, there is not a man in that weight that, that could touch that man. He's lost. Gosh. He's lost the guys his weight, Rustam Babayev, but that was all off of explosion on the go. And even his last match that he lost to um, to Zolovev, he, he Zolovev top top rolled him five times. He didn't want anything to do with the hook, and Zolov's a hooker.
0: God, Hudgens must have some fucking baseball-sized hemorrhoids.
1: <laughs> he just had a match. He had a match last week. He pulled He pulled a 400-pound super heavyweight. Wh- wow. Inside puller, it went 3-2. He beat him. It was an unbelievable match.
0: Where? And where? He, it, you can just Google and watch that?
1: Yes, that's definitely up. That's definitely up somewhere. And Todd ha- hey, if you don't know, Todd has a, a YouTube also. He has not gained any traction. It blows my mind. You can look up Todd Zilla on YouTube.
0: Yep. Yep. Crazy. So tell me how the match comes about with, with you and John.
1: So, um, Gary, Gary got back into the sport, right? You know, Gary, obviously
0: yep, and he, yep. he, he came back YouTube hot and heavy, was killing it.
1: And, uh, you know, me and my buddy, James Reed, we, we, we host tournaments. Um, but that's what, I, when I, when I started getting bit by the bug, I wanted to be involved in everything. So I just want my own tournaments. So I, I, I met James Reed. He's a great, he's great with the brackets and organization. Um, he's with CNY in North, in, in um, Northern um, New York. And we've kind of-
0: Do I know well. him? Has he been around a long time?
1: Mm, his wife is Michelle Dugan, who is another WAL, Polar, very high level woman. But he, I don't think he's been around longer than six, seven years.
0: R-E-I-D? What's that? Uh, Reed, R- James Reed, R-E-I-D? Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm yep. looking him up on Google image. Is he Asian? No, he's like, right. uh,
1: he's like ginger.
0: <laughs> Not really. <laughs> is he red? He's a redhead.
1: Kind of, kind of look up Michelle Dugan, And and he'll probably pop up in a picture in the background.
0: Look up. <laughs> <laughs> he'll like that. He'll like that. Okay. Um, I'll take your word on it. So, so you and James so, Reed are like, yeah. Hey, we're going to throw some tournaments.
1: Yeah. So we're throwing tournaments and everything, but we've been doing it for a couple of years now, uh, picking up Northeast is great for tournaments, everything else. So we, we had a, a New York tournament, um, in, in kind of the middle of COVID and we did like an underground series and, and I had been talking to Gary and Gary said, Hey, I want to sponsor the ROTN. He wanted to the ROTN ruler of the nation, the overall, he structured it where basically the top two guys from each weight class that win the class, they go in a round route. Basically you, you go until you lose. And then that person is up and you need to get 16 wins or whatever. Wow. Um, so we, we said, sure. I mean, Gary threw like 800 bucks and said, Hey, we're going to pay first, second, third, and fourth. I said, absolutely. We'll do that. So, that kind of coaxed me into pulling my own tournament. So I won the two twenties and then I got in the ROTN and, and I think I won, I don't know, like 20 straight matches and won that one. Um, and then we talked about doing it again. And then when John and the Chan- the John and chance saw match happen, uh, Gary sponsored the ROTN again there. And I was, I went to that one and I, re- and I didn't realize there was money on the ROTN. I went to, I went to that tournament just to, to, um, to ref for Travis and I'm, I'm refing and, and, and I'm I find out that there's money on the ROTN so I basically threw myself in the 242 class because it was light won that and and then I won the ROTN right arm again there so after John beat Chance uh, Travis had the idea that hey we're going to we're going to keep this going if John's willing to keep pulling and we'll just put John against the ROTN winner and we'll just say it's the ROTN championship and he called me up and said hey how do you feel about doing this you know, and I'm, he, he thinking I'm going to say no. He's like, ah, listen, listen, uh, you might not want to do it. I understand. And I was like, no, man, I definitely want to do it. <laughs> Pump the brakes. Let's do it. You know, I'm not going to say no, no way. Regardless of the outcome. If you get that opportunity, somebody says, hey, I need you to go one round with Mike Tyson. Some people might say no, but I'm, I'm going one round. I'm going to try and make it
0: <laughs> right. And so you did it. So you've pulled John.
1: No, not yet. I'm pulling. Oh, John this OK. I'm pulling John this weekend. Okay, I thought so at that event, the then that you ended up pulling them. John won. The winner of the ROTN at the tournament would then would then pull John at the next one. So that stands. That stands now. So the winner of John and I, uh, the winner of the ROTN that night,
0: is stands to get the shot next to time. pull. If, if you and John want, yes. Wow. What a, what, a, what, a, what, a, <laughs> what, a, yeah, what, a, what a, what a fun, sp- what a fun sport.
1: But I wasn't even planning on pulling that day either. That's the, the beauty of it. Like I was there to ref and I was like, and it just worked out, you know,
0: um, John uh, Travis in that, in that uh, phone call you had yesterday with um, Travis and Gary and John, um, he compared you to, it wasn't a compliment. That's eh, sort of a compliment. <laughs> What's the guy's name? Fucking great arm wrestler uh whose mom used to go to all the tournaments with him. Dave. Dave Patton. Dave Patton. Mm-hmm. He compared you to Dave Patton in the setup. And obviously Dave Patton was notorious for just, I mean, the setups, the videos of him setting up are just crazy, right? Yeah,
1: I don't do that. So I don't know what the heck. I, I I arm wrestle with a very similar style to Travis and Dave. Dave. Travis's style comes from Dave. Don't let him think it doesn't. I mean, that's who he trained with. Yeah. Styles are similar. I am not. I, first off, I'm not savvy enough to do everything that Dave did in the setup. I also don't, I can't negotiate anything but a set grip anyway. That's why I thought it, the whole thing was funny when Travis was saying it. I'm like, <laughs> I might pull like Dave, but I don't know all the trickery and everything. And I don't fight at all. <laughs> I want to go straight to the setup and just or the start, uh, the rest grip and just have it set up. You do? Yeah, absolutely. I don't like to play around with all that hand stuff. and I haven't been around long enough to know how to be good at it. I'm, I'm five years in the guys who are good at that are the guys who've been arm wrestling forever with the old AAA setup where you got 60 seconds to get your own grip. I don't know how to get a good grip on somebody. I need the rest grip. So we set up even.
0: Yeah. I'll try. Yeah. I'll
1: try and finagle a little bit in that, but subtly, I don't, I mean, I I pull, if I'm top rolling, I use a similar style to Dave Patton as far as a posting elbow in style. Okay, but I'm, I'm not nearly anything. i I mean, it's kind of a compliment to get compared to.
0: Yeah. Right. Right. At first I was I like, it's an insult like, and I was like, ah,
1: I ain't that good.
0: <laughs> do you, do you train, how did you meet Travis? Do you, you the way you're referring to him is that you guys maybe be trained together or you guys have a history?
1: Yeah. I mean, Travis is an hour and a half from me. I mean, I'm okay. in Pennsylvania, but <laughs> Travis is right down the road. I mean, and one couple of my first tournaments the first tournament that I hosted second tournament that I hosted was a fundraiser. Um, and I, Travis kind of asked me to do it, you know, and I had met him prior and you know, he's close enough. I've we're, I've done seminars with him, gone to his seminars, you know, been, been out around with him and everything. So we're close enough that I've gone down there and trained with him a bunch of times. He's come to Morocco's. So we got a good relationship.
0: Morocco, Dave Morocco. Mm-hmm. That that's guy's my, still in this scene too. Yeah. Huh?
1: That's like my primary. That's where I've been. That's where I've been prepping for John. He's 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 two hours from me. He has a Thursday practice that's really good with a bunch of guys that are really good. That and and Dave is my guy. Like Dave is that's that's like my mentor. You know. So, do
0: they do they believe you have a chance?
1: Yes. Yep. I mean, call Dave and ask him. He thinks yeah. So I mean, he's the, he's the gauge. I I went radio silent. I you know I usually do a podcast with Neil Pickup and a couple of different things. And I'm usually all over social media promoting stuff and having practices and doing stuff. The minute I found out I was having this match I went on a 10 week camp, I shut my mouth and I went to work. So the only people that know where I'm at is those guys in Maryland.
0: Right. Uh, what do you do with Neil pickup? God, I, I can't believe if you see, if you talk to Neil, tell him, I said, hi, what a great guy. Yeah. What a great he's guy. Unbelievable. He's, you he's do, you,
1: Yeah. I, do a, I usually do a weekly, uh, a weekly podcast on Neil's channel. Neil's channel is called supernatural strength. Um, and, and we do a, a podcast weekly called the fix. With um, R- R- Raymond's Lipinge from Latvia, Ryan Bowen from um, Australia, and, and myself, so it, it, it's picked up and critique music. people.
0: Like, what do you guys do? Like, you'll play a match, it, and you guys will pause it and talk shit, or be like, well, "Hey, should have done this." It, or? It's
1: like it's like a weekly recap. It's like you know what happened in the arm wrestling world. What is what is trending? You know what's coming up. What do we need to promote? Like, you know, there's a lot of hype going on constantly in this sport now. And it's really hard to stay on top of all of it, especially internationally. So having having Ryan from Australia and Raymond's from, from Europe, we can talk about everything. So it's really just about an hour, two hour thing where we just talk trash about whatever's happening.
0: Dude, you guys, this is crazy. Um, they're really—I mean, as far as I know, there's really Neil Pickup is Mister Arm Wrestling, and for Paul to already be in bed with him is nuts. I mean, it gives you a a, a fucking a ton of street cred. Um, he must think the world of you to um to have you. I mean, mean, he—he's everything. He's a historian. He's a coach. He's he's an athlete. Yeah, he's—he is. He is. is Yeah, yeah, he's—he is remarkable is he
1: still pulling he must be like he is not he is not competitively pulling i think he'll go to practice here and there he'll train people and stuff he still loves arm wrestling like he's the most passionate dude ever aside from maybe ang and tersey but right. he's he's unbelievable um and he just hosted arm wars again if you didn't know that i didn't that arm wars i mean obviously there was trouble like certain people if you're not vaccinated and there was
0: issues. yeah it's like was like we have an arm wrestling tournament in a prison england's yeah. a prison <laughs>
1: Yeah, he did. no. His armors turned out really, really good. He had all kinds of countries there represented. <laughs> it was
0: unbelievable. I think I went once and filmed many, yeah.
1: many, 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 many years uh, those, ago. Those were like the first legit looking things that I could find on YouTube.
0: You know, um, do you have a plan of attack for the the, the first match? <laughs> I mean, I guess I got to
1: go with what I know, right? <laughs>
0: yeah. So, right. so, so there, so uh, there is a game plan yes and um and when when you talk to john um it's it's weird he's an incredible poker player Mm -hmm. he's incredibly sincere Mm -hmm. um i was uh, before you came on i was explaining that like um he is has the perfect demeanor for someone to be the 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 greatest athlete of absolutely uh, uh, for any ambassador for any sport i mean he's been in it 37 years there's no there's nothing flash in the pan about him and anyone who's ever asked him to get more aggressive or anything like i mean he doesn't need to he has his own unique charisma of an yep. and aura. but but when i'm watching but i'm not naive to maybe the head games he was playing with you for sure like maybe maybe him just being himself is the head game mm-hmm. like he the the guy is uh he's a competitor
1: mm-hmm.
0: absolutely uh, and he said in in the in the podcast that you did yesterday with uh, Gary Roberts and Travis Bajan, it's on ARM TV if anyone wants to see it. Um if you want to know how good the quality is on this podcast, you can watch that one. Um, <laughs> sorry, Gary, couldn't help it. Uh, um Yeah he says he he says he has no gauge for you. Is, is he just fucking with you? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I know better than that. Yeah. When he said that,
0: I'm like, Oh God,
1: I don't know if I'm buying that. There's a lot of info out there and John's in tune. I, I, he knows what, he knows exactly what he's doing. He knows exactly what I do. He knows exactly what I'm good at. Um, I mean, I think when he says he doesn't have a gauge, the people who he trains with I've never pulled, like, there's no real common denominator, but there's plenty of footage out there. Um, and, and John and I have gotten to meet before and we did get to pull a little bit left arm, but we've never touched right hands at all. So, I mean, I think he might be referring to that. And I think John's like one of those dudes where he's so smart and he's so natural that like the minute you grab him and grip up with him, he's downloading data from your hand. And whatever you do that first time, he is not going to react the same way. So I think in his mind, he's a guy where if he grabs somebody's hand and feels them one time, he's going to be fine. So I think in his mind, he's saying, I don't have the data yet until I grab him. But I, 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 he knows what I do. <laughs> yeah. He
0: knows where, where I'm good at that. Um, it, it, um, it, it, he's the God. He's so analytical. Mm-hmm. It, and so is Travis. And, and so is Devin. And you see these great guys. And when you start talking to him, it's kind of weird. You're like, whoa, these guys are like so fucking analytical. Mm-hmm. You have to be so analytical. Um, When you it, it was a little disconcerting when when on that podcast that's supposed to be hyping up your match. It's Your match is on Saturday. Mm hmm um this saturday evening at what time it is at
1: it will be at 9 30 eastern time 9 30 p.m eastern time
0: okay so 6 30 for those of you who can't do the math i'll do it for you that's 6 (laughs) 30 in california 6 30 p.m and the youtube channels are to go to john Berzink's youtube channel or paul's which is lethal arms lethal arms network and i'm sure
1: gary will have it too gary's going to be there so well one of those three channels is going to be streaming if not all of them
0: why wouldn't Why wouldn't Travis put just make it so he's the only one who can stream and it? it's his tournament?
1: <laughs> How's he going to control it?
0: <laughs> I don't know. There'll he be just,
1: somebody in it. The, there'll be somebody in the crowd doing it on there. On right, on Facebook right. Live.
0: I mean, it's it's five hundred bucks in views for someone. Someone could probably right. make five hundred bucks on, from YouTube. Okay, so so on this podcast, they start talking. John announces that he's pulling Devin in mm-hmm. December. Yeah, yep. And it's just like and and Travis said it uh, mm-hmm. like oh shit. Yep. That's Paul. That's not that. I mean, there's two things. Basically this either turns into a really good training session for John or you fuck that matchup. Mm -hmm. Yep. Right. I mean, there's no, there's no, that's how I saw it. As soon as he said that, I'm like, Oh fuck. How's Paul, how does that affect you psychologically when you know, Oh shit, he's going to fucking pull like this guy in December. Like Mm -hmm. I know, I know what's going on now. It doesn't affect me at all. If,
1: if you don't want to be the underdog, then 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 you're not a competitor. If you if if you want to be the guy who's favored, then you ain't a competitor and you're not familiar with competition. I'll be the underdog every day of the week and be happy doing it. Um, there's no pressure. It uh, Doesn't mean that I don't want to win. Doesn't mean that I didn't train for ten weeks to win. <laughs> but I love it. You got you know what do they say in football? You take them one week at a time. You don't start preparing for your opponent two weeks out. If you do that, you're setting yourself up for failure. So it doesn't bother me one bit. <laughs> it's great
0: news for me. When you beat John on Saturday, will you um will you let Devin know that you're willing to take his spot in um Dubai in December? No, no, that's would, John. John's not going to want John. That's I, the problem. You're going to ruin that fucking match if you beat John. That match no, is done. No one, no, no one wants to see that
1: no, I won't. I won't. I, that's not true. They'll still pay to see that match. They'll still pay to see that match. There's a million reasons why um, if, if I pull the upset off that that could be said why I shouldn't have. Um, John only. John's only been pulling for, you know, what, 12 weeks now. John hasn't been training the whole time. I'll say the story's like, going to be he's washed
0: reasons. up. <laughs> there's a million
1: reasons. But I, I don't think that that diminishes that match at all. And the way John was talking, about wanting to pull Devin and smack him and crack him and everything else. To, I don't think that this guy is not in the form right now that he's going to pull me when he would be in eight weeks to pull Devin. I know that, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and the only, the thing that, that that is not great for me is that John pulled chance, what, like 10 weeks ago, 12, 12 weeks ago, then he pulled Dimitri Kachin, um, And now he pulls me. So John has all this, the, the guy who pulled chance, is not the guy who's pulling me, so right. I have a bigger task for sure at hand. But Devin is going to have twice the task that I have, regardless of outcome, because John's not going to walk off. He's not going to like. He, he's not going to fade away into you know in, into the sunset. <laughs> it's not happening. You could see how passionate he is right now,
0: dude. I, I he is not a shit talker, and when he said he's mm-hmm. like. Hey, yeah. I was thinking about just like letting Devin Ride die with that loss it, when yeah. he started that fucking little monologue. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's yeah, like man. having
0: fucking Mike Tyson talk shit about you. It's like not
1: good. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh.
0: But I mean, fuck, Devin got in the ring with door I, by the way, I think that th- there was some, um, there was some, uh, implicit discussion that um maybe it was even explicit that Devin's boxing training would have maybe hurt his arm wrestling i Absolutely. disagree 100%. i think it helped i think it helped it you think, you think yeah here's, what? here's 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 why i uh, um you have um uh it's, it's psychological okay I, you you uh, after you after you um date the prom queen there it's all it's fucking right big game hunter you hunt don't matter how big your nose is how tall you are once you date the prom cream it's fucking just a hunting season for you you got it and like this motherfucker got in there with half door yeah and didn't get knocked out yeah ref stopped it yeah i just think it's the same thing with like when devin was with um special special um special forces in canada Mm -hmm. he would tell me that when he would deploy he told me that when he would deploy he would come back just a stronger, just a better version of himself. Like it right. just made him better, right. holding a gun in his hand, right. and being deployed with these fucking animals who were out there to fucking kill or be killed. Right. And I believe that shit, you know. Right. I see. What yeah, you're I mean, talking. I mean, you know, the first time you get punched in the face at school, mm-hmm. you realize you not made of glass. You're like, wow, that's not so bad. No. <laughs> bad. Yeah. yeah. The first time you crash on punch. your bike, you're like, mm-hmm.
1: okay. Okay. Yeah, I guess I I wonder, you know. So so when Devin pulled Michael Todd in Dubai, uh-huh.
0: and you Devin, know more than me, if you want to disagree with me, but let me no, have it. You know no, more I than know, me.
1: There's 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 schools of thought, and I and yeah. I respect your opinion. And I think it could very well be true, and I could think of other reasons why you would think the same
0: thing. And um, his arm is rested, right?
1: That's that was what I was going to get at. He's doing okay. different training. He's got cardio. He he said that those five weeks that he trained for that match was the first five weeks that he's ever taken off arm wrestling, that could be a positive thing. That's yeah. where I, that, that's where I thought it was going to go. The only other thing is, is he lost a ton of weight. So like when he pulled Michael Todd, this guy's like 300 pounds. He was enormous. The biggest stab I've ever seen in my life. Unbelievable. So he went from that to like getting down to like 260 or 255 to fight half Thor. I just wonder how big does he need to be to beat John? How, how big does he need to be? I mean, does can he go in there at the same weight as John? Or, you know, where's John at? And and how serious is Devin going to take it? Because I have a feeling John's going to be big. <laughs> really
0: oh, good. Devin's going to take it serious. He probably knows this is his last chance. And he's one of those guys. He's he's not going to be I, – I, I don't remember the 2015 match. I'm sure I saw it. But um, he's also going to try to get in John's head. Right. He's going to fuck with John. Right. He's going to come full – Full Monty, right,
1: right. I mean, how much is that going to affect John? Do you
0: think he can really get under his skin? No, I don't. But, but, oh, but yeah. it's a different John than 2015. I mean, he's 57 true. now. I mean, he's 10 years away from needing a cane. That's true. And their psyches get there's you know old people. You know, you know your parents. They're getting like <laughs> ah, it's, it's it's too dark to drive now. You know what happens? <laughs> John's getting there. John, you know it. John, you know it's oh, true. No, John, you, you know it's true. John, don't don't listen to him. <laughs> <laughs> um, where where do you go from here? What do you have a plan after this match? No,
1: no, I ha- my plans have gone like when when WAL was going on, that was where my focus was, and it was like you know some people di- disagree with that, you know, but like I still pull local, like I'll still pull local tournaments, but to me at that point that was the thing that made sense. That was the best production quality. Regardless of what your opinion is, the WAL was the coolest thing. So that, you know, we keep we're keep we they're still dangling the carrot, like it's coming back, it's coming back. We don't know. But to me, that was the thing I liked the most uh at that time. it was the best thing available.
0: Um who owns I that? that? I don't know anything about it, but it sounds like there's just drama, like there's always it's, been drama. It's
1: Steve Kaplan. It's a business though. Okay. Sponsorship, okay. like there's real business reasons why they're not doing it. Like it's not. I don't think
0: I know who that is, by the way, but go on. Sorry.
1: Yeah, I, he was involved with game of arms. I believe. Okay. So loosely related, Travis kind of started WAL. He was involved in the, in the inception of it, but anyway, it's, it, it, it's kind of gone. So I don't know, you know, I'll do, I'll do arm wars with Neil as long as travel, you know, gets, gets back to normal, but I I don't know. I mean, I'm just waiting for something really cool to come up. Um, In the meantime, I'll just pull local, I guess, or I don't know. It's, it's hard. Like, the, Do you the like fight. the grittiness of this sport? Did I love, you I, like I love the... the climb. I love like I, I absolutely absolutely loved being no one and going to the tournament and showing up and doing better than people expected. I love the idea of getting better, beating people I shouldn't beat and having people figure out who I am. I love that. Now you get to a point where you have enough clout that you're getting matches thrown at you all the time. People want you to go everywhere for no it doesn't make sense you know what i mean and it, it, it's cool but it's also like you know i'm doing all this other stuff in my life i turned down so many matches just because i'm not like super motivated for that now somebody says hey i need you to pull down for sake you get really motivated so i mean this fell on my lap i don't know where i go from here you know I'll, I'll, yeah win when, when, if i win i'm sure i'll get more opportunities if i lose i'm sure there'll still be opportunities um if i lose i'll just go back to doing what i've been doing training hard and pulling local until something cool comes up
0: you bring up something that's like so relevant to every sport we all walk around the world and we're watching tv right we look at it through here and the information's coming in and it's our it's our own like fucking show we're like yep. whoa whoa yeah and you think like that's interesting what you said about the underdog, your whole, your whole show changes from Conor McGregor's first fight yep. to like his, his last fight, like the yep. whole, it's not even kind of at that point, like the same sport, yep. like this other thing, like you, your first time you arm wrestled, I'm assuming like you had butterflies in your stomach and like, right. Love you, it. you're like, Oh shit, what's going on. Yeah. You're like, maybe you looked at your wife or.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. And now it's like nothing like that. No. I
1: mean, you still get butterflies. I'm going to have butterflies. But like you go to a local tournament, it's not the same thing anymore. You know, and 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 things get weird. People are trying
0: to talk to you. You have expectations. They have expectations. Right.
1: Well, that's the other thing. The expectations are really, it can be really shitty in arm wrestling because here's the deal. We all lose in arm wrestling. That is like the fact of the matter. Like John is the greatest arm wrestler of all time. He has taken hundreds of losses Nobody right. talks about that. Like John right. told me one time when I was talking to him, first time I met him, he was talking about being at a tournament, drinking too many beers and losing to a guy that he can't remember his name. This happens in arm wrestling. <laughs> but the minute, the minute you get to a status a
0: great story.
1: Yeah. He said, he can't remember the guy. He said, this guy beat me in a tournament, like, and won the tournament and I'm John Brzink and I'm supposed to win it. And, and I, that, he said, that's when I stopped drinking beers at the tournaments. And, but the reality is, is you, you get to a point where people don't expect you to lose. And if you lose, they're like, Oh, what are you doing that was terrible you know and the expectations there take the fun away, you know so but
0: um can you explain bitcoin (laughs)
1: yeah from what aspect
0: so what the fuck is bitcoin have i ever held one in my hand Um, can i go get one um
1: it's like can i buy
0: can i can i buy a gallon of milk with it like what the fuck is bitcoin who owns it where does it come from
1: decentralized um, so the idea behind cryptocurrency first, give me an foremost, example
0: of something else that's decentralized that what is else is decentralized like is oxygen decentralized?
1: <laughs> it's, it's a decentralized unregulated currency. It is non fungible. OK, there is not it's non tangible item. There is nothing. It's the same as an MP3 An MP 3 okay. plays music. It's a file. It's online. It is what it is. It is Bitcoin is to to uh, CDs what MP3s are.
0: Okay. So okay. when our DVDs, so CDs are cash, and MP3 is Bitcoin. Yeah. Yep. Okay. It's no
1: longer tangible. Not regulated by the federal government. Um, uh, it's largely a currency that is an idea, um, and it's it's all based behind blockchain technology, which is a form of encryption that allows transactions to pass from one person to another. Okay.
0: And- wait. Stop for a second. So encryption means something that i it's it's like it's like a safe
1: yes if i let's say i have let's say i want to send you money right
0: i Uh want to send you let's
1: not say bitcoin because it's cryptocurrency that's just the most expensive cryptocurrency let's say i want to send you three litecoins. i make a transaction from my wallet to your wall hit hit transfer that is encrypted so it's safe so that that money goes from my wallet to your wallet um in in order for that to that come from from my wallet to your wallet that encryption needs to be decoded. Um, and that comes through blockchain technology, block and I'm not super like so like I am not the best technical person to explain this. So I'm speaking from my perspective, which is very layman. Um, but that do you
0: trust the process or do you understand uh, the process?
1: I both to an extent. Okay. To an okay. extent. I, I understand it enough and I trust it enough because I I don't trust where our currency is going in the future, <laughs> right? So, and I've been around it now long enough that I, that I do trust it. Very volatile, but but <clears throat> I'm in the mining aspect. I don't I don't buy cryptocurrency. I don't buy or sell it. I mine it. We use we have an LLC. Um, we, we buy we basically buy we basically buy ASIC miners. Um, we hook them up. We hedge that that computing power against the cost of electricity, and we solve the algorithms. For the currency to be exchanged and by solving the algorithms you're rewarded in coin and all it really is is the hardware cost and the electricity cost and the maintenance cost and it's extremely lucrative
0: it's it's funny you say that this guy called me the other day and he said hey i want to make well first he contacted me on instagram and said hey i want to make a movie and i have some extra money And i said okay and so we got on a phone call and i go what do you do and he goes i'm involved in bitcoin and i go oh i go and i tried to ask him to explain it and that he said he doesn't even mine it himself he builds warehouses yep for the chinese government yep in the united states yep to fucking mine crypto i'm like they what the f-? they
1: can't mine over there so so here's the interesting part now i'll just give you the i'll give you the crash course of how i got involved Four guys, three guys that I played college football with, I, I stumbled onto the idea of cryptocurrency through kids that I coached because, you know, kids are always ahead of us technolo- technologically. So I decided, Hey, you know, I'm going to tell these guys, why don't we throw some money together and buy some coins. So we decided we bought some coins, whatever, boom, 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 spend a little bit of money. Coins went up. We were like, okay, this is awesome. Let's mine it. So we, we built, we built a mining rig based off of like computer parts and, and gaming computer GPUs. We built a mining rig. We bought a couple of ASIC miners, and then all. What are
0: course, ASIC miner? What's an ASIC miner? ASIC is that software? Is, that
1: an ASIC miner is a miner that's set up to, to mine a specific coin. A okay. GPU miner has versatility. You build it, and it's, okay. it's on the Ethereum platform, and it's different. So the ASIC miners, you you buy it, it mines that coin. I want to buy in Bitcoin. I buy this thing. It costs me eleven thousand dollars. I plug it in. It mines. It mines Bitcoin. So we bought it. We bought a couple different miners, and the the coin tanked. So when the coin tanks. People turn their miners off because they're losing money on their electric cost. We didn't turn our right. miners off. We just let them go and we paid for them. So after the coin came back, we had, a, we had a nice lump sum of money. So we turned that into more miners and at a lower cost because when the coin tanks, the, the cost of the mines go down. So we bought a bunch of them at a perfect time, and that really started the process. The What's meantime, a miner
0: look like? Is it basically just a computer? It's a box? It's
1: a, it's a box. It's like a metal box. About this Does it have big. a screen? No. It is just a metal box. It has a power supply. It has hash boards. You know, it's it's just and it has fans on either side to ventilate it because it creates a ton of heat. So we we buy we buy seventy more of these things and the coin goes up and now we're making I don't know we're not not crazy money we're making like fifteen grand a month on it and so we start to expand and we use a couple of my rental properties and my buddy. Really, So like
0: work. I rented a house one time and I grew weed in it. You <laughs> rent a house and put in an ex- in, 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 exhaust and. Yes. You put, buy one,
1: you buy one or and, build and, one or do whatever. Wow. Yeah. So wow. it's all it is, is. ventilation. So I bought, <laughs> bought a house with a big, a big, uh, a big garage in the back, a two story garage. And um, we got a bunch of, you have to outfit the electricity. So we got to have, you know, a 400 watt service and all that stuff. So now my buddy, what about got, solar?
0: Can you have a solar miner?
1: I, we haven't found a way like to make okay. the numbers add up for that, but in technically okay. you could, but right. it's very, it, they take it. How about a
0: bunch of, how about a CrossFit gym in the back and the salt bikes are hooked up to yes, like, some Yeah, that's a good batteries. idea.
1: I wonder what that would take. You'd have to have somebody pedaling those suckers because if they're not on, they're not <laughs> mining. <minded. laughs> yeah. But anyway, we got ourselves, we got ourselves pipelined in where my buddy is basically direct to wholesalers. So now we're brokering. Um, which has gotten really, really interesting. And the arm wrestling community has reached out. I had an arm wrestler reach out to me wanting to invest $7.2 million. Unbelievable. Unbelievable.
0: So, 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 so happy for you. I love me. I love stories like this. So, but let me, let me go back to the mining thing. Okay. So this a Bitcoin has like a number. It has its own social security number. It has its there, own. I'm, I'm, it has own, only so many. So there are. There's only so many.
1: There's a cap. That's why Bitcoin is so valuable. There's a cap. I, I don't know what the market cap on Bitcoin is, but it's very high or it's very low, which is why the value of them are very high.
0: Plus, so so like, your machine, your miner machine, once they're all fucking mine, one day i will be like, hey. Paul well, ate a big, dick, you yeah, know, like yeah, I'm no, done.
1: No, 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 no. Cause remember the transactions still have to be decoded. So you, 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 you will still be rewarded, but maybe it's in us dollars or another coin. The encryption still has to be decrypted. So the miners still have to work. Um, so if you send
0: me, so if you send me money mm-hmm. and I get it, if you send me coins mm-hmm. and I get it, someone gets some money from that for decrypting it for me. A percentage?
1: So whatever those, those transactions are in a block. Let's uh-huh. like these all happen. Like, you know, like imagine banking right now, like all uh-huh. the transactions that are going on from banks, like to and from right now right, in this right. moment, there's millions and millions every second. Right. So they get blocked together and encrypted together and they get decrypted in that block. So once that block is solved, they all get released. And a lot this stuff can happen like that with the amount of computing, computing power that's aimed at these blocks.
0: Please, someone in the comments, fucking tell me you understand what he's saying. I don't
1: understand how come i how saying? come I'm so
0: fucking dense? How no, come I cannot fucking understand? This? I bet you Gary understands this shit. I bet Gary you Gary's Mike, excited about Bitcoin.
1: Have you heard it all about the the new um the new kick towards nfis? which are, I keep are, hearing
0: about this term NFT. I don't even NFT, know what that is
1: nfis. yeah. They're non non, NFTs. I don't honestly don't even know the difference, but they're non fungible things. So it's the idea of ownership of something that is not tangible, a piece of art that is not tangible. It is like the MP three. It's the file of it. So there's artists that are creating art on these NFTs, um, and the value is assigned by what you know the demand. And people are like making serious money in this NFT NFI world. I am afraid of that. I am not ready for that. I got buddies who, who who are in crypto who tell me to like do buy some of this stuff. And I'm just like, I don't understand it yet.
0: <laughs> Fuck, I got to get my head wrapped around this. Or do I? Do I just keep just like raising my kids?
1: I don't know. So, uh, sooner or later, sooner or later, cryptocurrency is going to be really, really mainstream. And it's, it's on its way now. I'm waiting for the time where I can purchase things like used items. I want to buy a used car. With cryptocurrency and not have to pay taxes
0: oh why did China ban it
1: you can't control it really so like if, if everybody wants let's say your, your government wants you they want you they want they want you to pay sales tax if you can purchase stuff if it's it's much more popular overseas so if, 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 it, if, if I want to sell you this pen and I'm willing to ship it to you and you are willing to pay you know 0.0001 Bitcoin for this you send it to my wallet I ship it to you the government gets no money. If I put this, this pen on eBay and I sell it to you for 50 cents, the government gets a sales tax. That's why they don't want you to do it.
0: Wow. And in Australia, they don't even want you to walk around. And in the United <laughs> States, they want you to inject your kids with drugs. Oh, my gosh. Or, or else they started. can't go to school.
1: Don't get me started on that. Oh, my gosh.
0: And, and they want to <laughs> tell your kids that boys can get pregnant. I'm telling you, that is not true, people. I'm a hundred. I'm willing to chop my foot off yeah now now even seahorses can't get pregnant but the dude does carry like a like a little bitch carry the babies around but i'm okay (laughs) with that i carry i carry a (laughs) baby around too
1: oh my goodness
0: (laughs) oh man
1: be careful just make sure you know everybody's pronoun
0: paul don't ever go on a podcast with gary and travis and john again like you're you're your own shining star those motherfuckers (laughs) didn't let you talk enough you're awesome
1: oh no i I don't know. <laughs> ne- you liked like s- me enough to put me on his.
0: So I guess I you can- are, s- you are so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> All right, dude. Well, I will be watching. Um, and I I I'll be watching your insta. Up. I'll be watching your Instagram account. Anything. Um, uh, follow Paul dot dot Um, the, the match is this Saturday at 6 30 PM Pacific standard time, nine 30 for those of you on the East coast and those of you are in the middle, whatever. Um, yeah, and uh, anything you post on your Instagram about it, building up to it, I will repost. So if you get any information about where it's going to, okay. you know, tickets sale, any of that, just 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 so you know, yeah, I don't think you can give enough information. I think people, unfortunately, pe- people if people like you and John and Travis don't really pump it up, well, it'll slip through the cracks. You know well, what I mean? Saturday you'll get yeah, people miss it. Yeah, the tricky
1: part is like the arm wrestling community is getting it through Facebook all the time. It's yeah. the, the general people who might want to see it who are not pullers are not. They're they're not getting that information out there, and 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 there has been some changes and stuff in it that that have made it tricky, but um for the most part, like if you're a puller and you follow anything like in the sport, you'll be able to find it fairly very easily. You know the information's all out there. It's Harvest Gap Brewery in in Purcellville, Virginia. It's going to start at five thirty. The weigh-ins will be there between like two 30 and five 30. If you're interested in competing, please compete. The only way I get paid is based off of a portion of the entry fees. John's a bigger draw than me. So he gets money to show up. So if you want to support, <laughs> <the> <laughs> going out and,
0: and arm wrestle, Hey, <laughs> does it cost money to, to watch or do you, no, they, no. they make money? Cause you, I buy, I go there and I buy beer and food. Are kids welcome?
1: Absolutely. It's very, it's very family friendly. I'll be bringing my boy.
0: Yeah, just so people know, uh, for, for, I can't speak for every arm wrestling tournament, but 99% of all the arm wrestling tournaments I've been to, it's kind of like CrossFit. It is very, very family-friendly. Everyone's yes. watching everyone else's kids. It is, it, it is good fucking people. Yeah. Um, last month, I transferred $400,000 worth of Bitcoin from my hot wallet to a cold wallet, and the government doesn't know and never will. Yep. What can you, what does that even mean? I don't know what uh, that means. I'm, I'm
1: assuming when he says a hot wallet, he means one that is not like a um <clears throat> uh, I'm gonna lose the term right now. You can have a hard wallet and a soft wallet. Soft wallet is like one that's less protected. Hard wallet is like like a physical thing that you can store them on and transfer to and from. It's more physical and it's not, I mean, it is what it is. The worst part of cryptocurrency, and just so you know, it's idea, it's an idea. You know, it's not it's if 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 like gender, do,
0: it's like gender. It's just yeah, it's an, idea. an idea. It's just my imagination. It's very. Fluid. It's very yes. Fluid. yes. Yeah. No, it's not like sex. Sex is like cock and balls and vagina <laughs> and and Bitcoin is like gender, just like you just make yeah. that shit up. It's, it's like an it's idea. It. That's a good okay. comparison.
1: It kind of is. You, you
0: can know. use that anytime you want. You can use that anytime you want. <laughs> yeah.
1: And like if you but if you lose if you lose your password to your wallet and you have 50 bitcoins in there. Those bitcoins are gone into the ether, never to be recovered. So that also adds to the value of Bitcoin. There's only so many of them out there, and I think they estimate like 33% of them are, are into the ether. So save your Lost. wallet, passwords, your login and your key. It's like like pennies
0: that like pennies <laughs> like that like like the Titanic, just gone. Yep, gone. At the bottom of the ocean.
1: Yep. Except you could find the Titanic. You can't find these. <laughs> so if you're getting crypto, please back up your wallet just key in your login
0: (laughs) wow Uh, just so so people um, do us all a service Um, clean up your diet stop eating added sugar and refined carbohydrates so you don't get type 2 diabetes and then the wind blows and you die and they make it up and tell us it's some sort of virus also please don't misuse the word gender and sex sex is um, real Um, when you see a bathroom that says all genders welcome it's always been all genders welcome all genders are welcome everywhere people like me I don't even know what the fucking gender I am and that's okay. But I do know what sex I am. Um, and I, I have to take a piss and, and hold my sex in a minute. <laughs> All right, Paul, thank you for coming on. Thank um, you so
1: It was an honor.
0: And.